for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Hey, how's it going? I'm great. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Just, you know, keeping it going. That's that's where yeah, we're no, at right now. Great. What so. time is it over there? Uh 3:23 a.m. Oh my goodness. Are you normally so. a night owl? Um I can be like with my day job, I really don't have the ability to do that cuz I got to be at work at like 8 a.m. every day, so like being a night owl doesn't really work with that schedule but you know it's really not hard for me to switch like i can be a night owl i can be a morning person you know so yeah nice but uh we have uh lily violet joining us how's everything going with you today yeah good good um just been chilling out this this afternoon i've got a show tomorrow so i've been rehearsing a bit actually nice nice what's the uh where's the show at so the show's in Belgrave in Melbourne. So by the accent, you can probably tell I'm from Australia. So I'm down south. Um, and, yeah, I've got a, fr- a gig with a couple of my friends tomorrow, which I'm very excited about. Awesome, awesome. So um, for anybody that's just kind of meeting you for the first time, any of our followers or listeners that are listening now live during the fundraiser or listening afterwards on our podcast feed and whatnot, uh, what's kind of your story? What got you into music? So I kind of have that cliche story of been singing since I was young. I was in all the musicals at school, um, but it was when I finished high school and I didn't have those music classes to keep me accountable with my music or, you know, my want to sing that I really started um, getting back into the music stuff. So my first, I guess, official Lily Violet show (laughs) was in October 2019. um, And I released my first single in August 2020. So right in the middle of lockdowns because Melbourne was in lockdown for most of 2020 and 2021. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I started. And then it's kind of like the last six months, it's kind of just exploded a bit. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. So you, um, when we first started talk, started talking, I was listening to your um, most recent single uh, that you released back in March, Time I think. Yeah. Time and Space. Yeah. Oh, so is is that kind of the catalyst of everything exploding or what? Kind of. I mean, it was my own fault. There was a lot of technical issues behind the release of Time and Space. I didn't get it mastered soon enough and Uh my setup to release wasn't as good as my previous ones. Um, But it's been a lot of like, you know, people are slowly getting more and more comfortable leaving the house, (laughs) even though, you know, it's taken us two, three years, but people are slowly getting more and more excited to see new music and I don't know what, you know, other countries are like at the moment, but we have so many artists, especially Mm. in Melbourne. There seems to just be artists everywhere. Um, And I've seen even a couple of my friends will be chatting to you at other times over the next 24 hours. Mm. And it's just been like I've really found my community in the last six months. I found a lot of really supportive people, Um, whereas beforehand I guess I didn't know where to find 
other like-minded artists, but it's been the last few months, it's been really, really good finding people who kind of understand the the whole system of the music industry, especially as an up and coming artist. Yeah, for sure. You know, it, it's kind of funny that you brought that up. You said that we have a couple of your friends that are coming on here later. Yeah. Um, I, I was talking to somebody the other day about, um, how we, I feel like we've kind of fallen out of sync with the, like just the Australian music scene in general, Mm. because, you know, like early on during the pandemic, when we started working our way in, everybody was kind of in the same situation where, oh, Hey, I can do two o'clock on a Tuesday because I'm working from home anyway, you know? So like all these weird times just kind of worked, but now that everything's kind of back to normal, everybody's going to work or, you know, like whatever it is, it, we've kind of fallen out of sync with the Australian scene. And I was, talk, uh, was talking to a guy the other day and he's like, Hey, who are you like listening to? And I'm like, I have to like reevaluate the scene at this point because a lot of the people I was listening to, they're not playing anymore or they're in different bands or, you know, like kind of whatever. And a so, lot of people move around a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, just the, that Australia, like you'd mentioned earlier, that Australian scene in Melbourne, Sydney, Melbourne and Sydney, for the most part is exploding. Like there's so much mm. good music out there and it's absolutely amazing to see. Yeah. It's really, really cool seeing the last, I guess, four years of me being in it, the people that have, you know, um, there's an artist who we released our first single around the same time. And we kind of made this kind of hype group chat on Facebook and seeing like their music really excel and being like, I remember when you first released your first single and like being each other's kind of, uh, yeah, hype people, um, Mm. because there is a lot, and I don't know if America and other countries are similar, but there is a lot of like, I think it's called tall poppy syndrome where instead of cheering your friends on and cheering Mm. the people that you know on for their art, it's Mm. like, Oh, I don't like that song or their vocals don't sound that good. Yeah. But I've, yeah, over the last couple of years, it's, I've found those people that are more like, Oh my God, yes, try more of this. Or, you know, that, that helpful criticism rather than Mm. just the negativity and shooting people down. Yeah. Because there is a lot of that with the oversaturated scene. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of that going on in other areas across the scene in general in America. But here in Texas, I I was uh, back in, like, I think it was exactly a month ago, I was at a music festival down near San Antonio, which is about two and a half hours away from me. And it was like this, the most cathartic musical experience I've ever had in my life because it was just all musicians that were there to support each other and like that there wasn't a minute that went by where I wouldn't be walking around the grounds and you wouldn't see two complete stranger musicians just sitting there chatting writing a song or one of them was trying to finish a song and couldn't get the chorus the bridge the whatever right and they'd be sitting with a complete stranger working through whatever the situation was. It like so there are those pockets of musicians that are like there to help build music the music scene. And it's really cool when you get to see it. So Yeah, because there is so much of that like, I guess, competitive side. I've been to mm-hmm. a few events recently that haven't been as 
you know, amazing as that sounds, but, you know, like creating those relationships. I went to a event, it was like a networking event about a month ago Mm -hmm. and there was, you know, rap artists, there was an opera singer, there was pop artists, there there was hyper pop, there was everything and every single person in the room loved every single act. Everyone was there because they wanted to enjoy the music and it's so often that, you know, you do lineups and it's happened to me a few times where, you know, I'm second on the lineup, right? There's three Mm -hmm. acts. I'm second on the lineup and my friends don't turn up until my set. And I, my mentality is if I invite you to a show, I would love for you to come and see all three acts. Don't just come for my set. Don't just come for the headliner set. Come and watch all three acts because Mm. a lot of the time they're similar, but some of them, there's so many differences that if you don't go to all the sets, then you're missing Mm. out on something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's what it's, something that a lot of musicians understand like if you're a musician you understand the concept of going to support the entire show not necessarily just a musician yeah and it's i i i've been guilty of it like i'm not gonna lie where i get invited to a show where i get you know where you get invited to a show and it's like starts at seven where it's like I get off at work at six. I can try and be there by seven, but I'd rather eat first or, you know, like whatever it is. And then you get there at eight for your friend's set. And then at the end of the day, you're so tired. And it's so like, I mean, there is extenuating circumstances, but for the most part, I do like to try and stay there for the entire set. Yeah. I mean, I work a full-time job too. So I try and make it, if I have a friend that's up first, I'll rush (laughs) to get there but Mm. yeah sometimes if it's if it's during the work week I tend to be that friend but I'm trying really really hard to not and I'm seeing a lot of um like shows and I'm in a organization that's starting up um where we're going to try and make it so that you know we give a set times Mm -hmm. but we want to encourage people to come to all the artists rather than just their friend or their brother or their cousin or whatever come and see everyone because everyone has just as much talent to bring to the front Absolutely. Absolutely. So looking at your music now, where are you kind of at as far as like creating music? Are you writing, recording, releasing? Where are you kind of at right now? So I have, I literally this week have gotten the masters of my debut EP, which is very exciting. I'm very excited about that. Um, I have been, well, I recorded over a year ago, um, mm. but there was just little bits and pieces that I just wasn't happy with, or I wanted mm. to, you know, figure this bit out. Um, and I, oh, I love it so much. The next single should be coming out, I get probably around February. Sorry, let me just put my laptop on silent okay. so no one can bother me. Um, yeah, I... I'm really excited to release the music because the the way that I wrote the EP is like a story. So from start mm. to finish, it's a story. And I love music where it is like a story. So, if, you know, the first song explains one thing and then by the end of it, you know, you've been told a small novel in, you know, 20 yeah. minutes. Um, and so I'm really excited to be releasing new music, but I just need to figure out a timeline for it at this stage. Between Christmas coming up and yeah. other shows coming up, like my end of this year and start of next year, I think I've got like five or six shows nice. as well as traveling. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's so like I was talking to somebody earlier um, in the in this fundraiser about it's okay to 
take a step back for, and not rush out these projects? Because like, obviously, especially now when you're at this phase where you've got the masters and everything's kind of ready, it's very yeah. easy to be like, hey guys, new project dropping yeah. drop next week. But it, it's better, like this year, it's not in the cans, but we have what six weeks left in the year it's like it, it's with christmas and all the holidays and all that stuff it's like wait till 2024 take these yeah. six weeks to think about a valid Plenty. solid release strategy and then yeah. while that strategy is unrolling in 2024 then you can kind of focus on 2025 and just kind yeah. of which is really weird to say since we're not even in 2024 yet but i know but that's how i guess that's how you got to think about it when you're releasing music because you've got to have that 12-week plan and you've got to have your press kits and you know your contacts lists and mm. who you want to contact. um and i think that's probably a reason why it didn't you know make the impact that i wanted it to make but it still made an impact like there's still you know I remember the first time that I saw on my Spotify for my first single that, that my music was being listened to in different countries. Mm. Like that was a huge thing to me. I was like, oh my goodness, what the heck? This has made it to Amsterdam. Amsterdam right. for some reason really loved my song Anxiety. Yes. <clears throat> Pardon me. And yeah, so there's like different pros and cons to releasing music. But the thing that I learned hugely from releasing Time and Space was to give myself the time and the space to, you know, properly release something without rushing into it just because I'm excited to get music out there. Yeah, 100%. And just that awareness is everything at this stage in the game. Um, so as you're kind of working on this project or process, you said you've got, what did you say, five, six shows coming up, right, throughout the rest yeah, of the year? Yeah, so I've got... Yeah, tomorrow's show, then I've got another one on the 30th, then I've got one on the 7th of December, then I've got one on the 13th of Jan, then I got, like, they just keep coming, which is really good because it's a good way to, you know, I guess build up before the release of my next single and then the EP. Mm -hmm. What's the what's the next single? Is that has that been announced yet or...? No, it hasn't been announced yet, um, but okay. it is one that I've been playing at shows for a while. So, okay. you know, the people at the shows who come, they do get, you know, I do tell them, you know, this is coming up next. Gotcha. Um, and there is that, you know, building that excitement around the song, which is really cool. Nice. And I love the fact that um, mu independent musicians nowadays are kind of test driving their mu uh, music, like they're out there playing it before it gets released because that kind of mm. helps build buzz whereas you know somebody like taylor swift or beyonce or whoever could just go drop could tomorrow drop an entire album of stuff nobody's ever heard and yeah. it's going to do well you know that's a really it's a really tricky thing like i was talking to a friend a couple of months ago because you know all independent artists have that um you know that little bug in the back of their brain that's like you should quit this is not successful um and i was talking to a friend about it and they were like you know, musicians nowadays, we have to be musicians, songwriters, managers, mm. as well as content creators, as well as run successful social medias, as well as doing everything. And it can get really exhausting. And I think something that, you know, Australia's had a couple really good supportive organizations come up, um, mm -hmm. especially during the pandemic for artists, um, because there is so much more expectation for us 
to do so much preparation before releasing music and even just financially, like the financial side of music, unfortunately, isn't as brilliant as, you know, it should be because these people are writing music from their heart. It takes hours to write a song. It takes hours to record a song. Mm. Um, And it is, you know, my music is very personal. My music is very, you know, there's a lot of emotion behind it and I do it for a reason. Yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. Uh, so if anybody wants to check out your music, shows, any of that fun stuff, uh, interact with you on social, where's the best place to find you? So my Instagram, Lily Violet Music, and my Facebook is Lily Violet Music as well. Um, my music is on Spotify, so Lily Violet as well. And I think that's pretty much, and TikTok, I've also got a TikTok, but I'm not as active on TikTok as I am Instagram. Instagram tends to be my go-to. Yeah. Awesome. I think that's the par of, for course for anyone on TikTok is nobody uses it enough. Um, I literally, during our last break, I was sitting here, I was like, oh, I got to record a TikTok. got to tell the people at TikTok that we're doing this because <laughs> I haven't posted anything on TikTok. Yeah. So. TikTok's hard because, you know, people a lot of it is just comedy. Like there is those every now and then where it's a musician that like blows your brain away, like Mm. blows you away. And then a lot of it also is, you know, up and comers, but then there's also just like people doing like funniest home video skits. So it's very hard. Whereas Instagram, like you can create it so that your feed is people who you're interested in supporting Mm. and all of that stuff. Whereas the for you page is, you know, just random stuff everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's TikTok in a nutshell. So, um, Lily Violet, I I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat with us. Um, If if there's ever anything we can do for you, please let me know. Love to help you promote the upcoming, upcoming single, the upcoming releases, you know, like however it ends up folding out for you in 2024. Uh, So anybody that's listening, go follow, follow Lily Violet on all our socials and then be on the lookout for your releases in 2024. And once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Have a great fundraiser. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you so much. And we're going to do a little musical roulette here and bring in our next guest. Beautiful. Thanks. See ya.